Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Empire. Welcome to the latest edition of All's Caps with former Capitals defenseman Carl Osner and Brooks Orprick. I'm maybe hockey writer Steve Wino. Brooks, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. We, 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 got, a lot, we got a lot to talk about. I, I want to start with, you went back to school, got a degree. Congratulations. I, I know this is something you wanted to do to be able to coach college hockey eventually, be like that, that have that road open to you. How, how was that whole experience, and, and what's it like now to be a, a college graduate? Well, overall, it was an awesome experience. I actually walked and did the diploma ceremony, uh, which was actually really, really cool. Um, I had my two daughters there to watch it, so that was that was pretty special. But I, I didn't know if I was ever going to finish. I wanted to, but they had a policy at Boston College where you had to do everything on campus, and that just was making it very difficult for me for the longest time. And then there obviously weren't a lot of good things that came out of COVID, but um, – one of the good things, selfishly, was that right. they put everything online. Um, so I actually kind of saw a little pathway here to doing it. And like everybody else, kind of had a lot of downtime during during some of these lockdowns. So figured it was a great time to start it up. And um, took me took me a couple years. Yeah, I had 11 classes left. But it, overall, it was um, I actually really enjoyed it. To be honest with you, I definitely valued it more. Maybe it's because I was paying for it now, as opposed <laughs> to when I was on scholarship. But um, but yeah, no, it was a ton of fun. It's it's impressive, man. I it's when you think about it, just going back to school after being out of it for so long. Like I can totally understand why people wouldn't want to go. But I think you bring up a great point, and we kind of talked about this a little bit. Is that you don't think learning is fun usually until you get a little bit older, and then it's nice to have a little extra knowledge. It's better for conversation, and and it, you just find it way more interesting. So. I mean, I, I don't know how the heck you how the heck you found time to do it and and told yourself to do. It. I know you're pretty damn uh, dedicated to to the things that you're dedicated to. So that's that's all the more impressive in my book. Yeah, well, thanks. So, yeah, like I was a little rusty at first. I'll be honest. It was um, I mean, like even just trying to navigate the online platform. I was like, man. <laughs> yeah. And the, the guys on the team actually helped me, so they were all kind of laughing at me. But it's good to have them as a resource. But. Yeah, no, like it's it's funny you do you do you like you you learn it to actually learn it, not just learn yeah. it for the test on Friday and then right. forget it right after. You know, you actually try to retain that that stuff and you actually because at the time when you're eighteen, nineteen, you're like, I, well, like why are we learning this? We're never ever going to use this in our lives. And then now you look at it and you're like, oh, okay, maybe this is why they're teaching it. You know, <laughs> so yeah, they're not as uh, they're not as mindless as uh, they, they may seem when you're a little bit younger. Yeah, well, it's funny too. Just talking about using the platform, like, so I'm, I'm, and what I'm doing right now, I was just trying to set up my first ever like uh, out of office automatic email reply, and <laughs> in doing so, I guess I declined um, a mandatory meeting that we have with uh, with my job Thundercat, and I got a, <laughs> I got an email from the CEO, just two question marks, like, 
what's going on? I'm like, I just had to reply right away. I'm sorry. I'm still learning how this stuff works. Like yeah. I don't, I've never had to do an automatic reply before. <laughs> yeah. The unintentional mistakes. Yeah. That seem to be really easy for the, the business folks. Yeah, no kidding. And so is that the is that a goal at some point to to do some coaching or work for, for BC? I don't know. Like it was um actually with the lockdowns and then with Washington and Hershey not starting up a couple years ago till man, when did they start like January or February? Um it was it was a little bit different because I thought it would have been the other way around because it seemed like the colleges were a little more strict, but the colleges actually started or some of them started in October with a kind of a semi-normal schedule. So I just wanted to get out of the house at that point. Um, so I started volunteering um, at BC and, and actually had a lot of fun with it. And then it was a little bit tougher this year trying to juggle it with the Washington um, schedule. And I told the BC coach, I said, hey, like, this isn't going to be the same as the, the lockout or the, the lockdown year where I could come almost every day. I go, like, I'm going to have the Washington stuff and, and I'll get here when I can. So so a little bit trickier but but we made it work and i like, like i know they were super uh grateful for, for the times i could get there yeah well con- yeah. Con- yeah, congratulations on the degree uh well, let's take a break and when we come back carl has some some kind of capitals penguins questions for you and then the third segment you get to deal with carl's stupid questions which tj oshi last week aced for us <laughs> oh boy all right we'll, all right, we'll be right back on Oscast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome back to All's Caps with former Capitals defenseman Carl Osner and former Capitals defenseman Brooks Orpik. I'm AP hockey writer Steve Wino. Uh, you you got a rare kind of position, Brooks. You, you played with Sid. You played with Ovi. You played the Penguins, Caps. What, they're obviously different players, different places. What's the what was it like? What was the culture like from Pittsburgh to Washington? Because I remember a lot of the stuff when you and, and Matt Niskanen came in was about kind of installing a culture, changing the culture. Did you bring stuff from the Penguins or from that experience into Washington? I, I don't I don't think so necessarily maybe like tiny little things maybe you, you have an effect on on other guys but um I remember coming into Washington and I remember talking to Niski during free agency there and, and we didn't really think it was going to be able to work like money wise and and then somehow they made it work um but no like I think one of the like talking to Matt like one of the most appealing things was like how much talent was in Washington and and went like Winning is so hard. I mean, you see it with some of these teams now. You like they're just trying to get over the hump, and what, like I don't know how the GMs are as patient as they are sometimes w- without blowing it up and, and having knee-jerk reactions. Um, but e- like even the years that you win it, you look back and you're like, man, like one little bounce, like that sure. whole thing could have gone could have gone in the wrong direction. So you, you need some luck too. Um, but yeah, no, I guess going back to the original question, no, like I don't I don't really think it was. Um, 
I mean, you look at some of those, I remember some of those series when Washington, before we got there, like, especially the Rangers series. I mean, those series were so tight. And a lot of the, you look, a lot of the teams that win now, you, you go back to like their first round matchups. Like a lot of those are like some of their toughest matchups, um, just getting through the first round. So, um, and like I said, like one, one, one different bounce or bad bounce. And sometimes those Stanley cup champions are out in the first round. So, um, I don't think there was really all that much to do. I mean, a lot, a lot, there were some small things. Um, I don't think any of the players, I mean, Barry Trotz probably had a lot larger effect than, than any, any player that came in. Well, I'm, I will, I'll say for one, so you, you, I think had a massive impact on Carly. Um, I think that that was, that was huge being him being able to see because you changed you changed the the food for us was one of the things you you uh, definitely changed slowly, the way that slowly. we it, yeah <laughs> you you worked on it and i think that was big i think i think the dedication that that you brought and the professionalism you brought to the game helped helped me and carly out a ton same thing with niski nis you both were so so detail detailed in everything you did but same thing with todd you know i think that you guys were like the triple threat and I don't know that it gets enough credit uh, because it's not like something people talk about a whole lot, but I, I definitely think you guys, uh, you guys help, help change the the culture with the team because we were, you know, we had some country club vibes going on there and, and it was a ton of fun, but you know, you, you don't really realize what other guys around the league are doing until you see it firsthand. And so I definitely think you guys had, uh, had a major, major help in that. Yeah, no, well, I appreciate you saying that. Um, I, I think looking back to like my Pittsburgh years too, like, like we were, we were probably guilty of, of some similar things. And then I remember when we, when Gary Roberts came in and Gary was a lot more probably uh, abrasive than I was. Um, like he came in, we got him at the deadline the one year and I think everything was changed within two weeks, you know, where I think if you come in, you kind of just want to chip away. And I obviously didn't have the profile that Gary did. So Gary wasn't really afraid of ruffling any feathers. And But it really is like, you look around like, I mean, there's so many good teams now, and the um, if you can just get that one percent better, that one percent edge um, over other teams, it's a lot of times that can be what's the difference in the postseason. So um, I definitely got got help from other people, and then um, I think when you come in, it's like and and that's something too that I think you have to realize is like you want to help people, but what works for me might not work for the next guys. So I love like telling people what works for me, and then if they want to try it, great, but you can't really force it upon anyone. Cause, cause like I said, like I might eat a certain way and it probably doesn't work. And we all know how OV eats and that wouldn't, I would have been out of the league when I was 28, you know, so <laughs> he's one of a kind though, obviously, you know, he, he's, uh, he's kind of a freak. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, okay. One, one more thing that I don't want to go too long on that, but um, I think you're like, same thing, Sid, OV, that that's a great comparison, but, um, any any similarities or differences or what what do you what, what would you how would you compare Carly with Latang because both those guys have have been around for you know close to the same time frame and, and have done tons of tons of similar things what what do you think uh, they both bring to to the game or, or are they completely different players do you think uh, no I don't think they're completely different um, I think Carly has like that way of like. Like Carly makes everything look so easy, you know, like mm -hmm. even at times where I think people like try to try to say that, Oh, like, man, he's not trying. And like, I think he's just so efficient that sometimes maybe it looks like that where like Chris Latang, I mean, you watch this guy get up and down the ice and like, I mean, this guy must burn crazy amount of calories every game. Um, 
he's a guy who has to probably work a lot harder to accomplish the same stuff as Carly. But uh, I think, like, I think the two of them, like a lot of times, I think the two of them just get kind of labeled as offensive guys. And I think that's really doing a disservice to, to their all around games. And Carly's a little bigger than Tanger, but, but they're both, they both can be physical at times. They don't back down from anybody, but that's the one thing I think that, that jumps out at me the, the most is, is I always hear the two of the two of those guys labeled as like offensive guys, which they clearly have offense to their game, but I think that people um, kind of ignore how good they are off uh, defensively and just kind of their all around game. Yeah, that's a good point. And um, I, I got I, one more thing that I want to ask you before we uh, get on to, to the real news. I, 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 I told Carl, I joked with Carl earlier, I wanted to ask you about your 48 hours as a member of the Colorado Avalanche. Of, of what it was like oh, to, yeah. to be with this team for for like two days, man. I'm trying to think what it was. Somebody uh, somebody sent me a photo. I think it was when I think it was when we played out there the next year, and somebody actually wasted two hundred dollars or whatever it is to actually get a jersey made up with my number and name <laughs> in Colorado. And I'm like, I like I got a chuckle out of it, but I'm like, that's that's two hundred dollars kind of down the drain. But um, yeah, no, that, I mean that was uh, that was pretty interesting. It was interesting because. Um, when I signed with Washington, like those were kind of the last two teams that I had it down to. So it was kind of interesting that that's how it worked out. And, and then like Joe Sackick was, was really good about kind of working like a buyout there, which enabled me to go back and sign with Washington. So something that I think actually cost Colorado a cap hit, which I could, I was kind of surprised they did it, but he said the owner gave him the okay to do it. So, um, so that, that's why I'm cheering for them this year. He did. Oh, yeah. yeah, Joe. Joe did. Joe did the right thing. Joe did right by you. Yeah, no, he did. And I remember. So I actually saw him this year. He came to watch a kid at Boston College, who's a Colorado pick, and um, it was the first time I'd seen him in person since then. And and I thanked him again. And he said, he said, you know, he's like uh, the hockey world's pretty small. And he said, uh, sometimes you just got to do the right thing, um, especially in unique situations. And he didn't use the word karma, but he basically said, you know, like you just if you do right by people, it always tends to come back to you um, in some capacities. So, and that's easy to say when there's a lot of money in, involved. Probably wasn't his money, but um, but he's the one that kind of facilitated the whole thing. That's huge. Um, and and speaking of Colorado, we had asked uh, Osha a little bit about this, but I just want to get what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the name Andre Burakovsky? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Him, well, calling you, him calling you Batya all the time or something? Yeah, that and it's fun because I, I still keep in touch with him like like pretty regularly and um, yeah, like I'm, I'm friends with that Alex Newhook because Alex Newhook who's there now who's a yeah, rookie he, he was uh, he played at Boston College and so I got him calling Berkey Dale. Yeah, um, <laughs> and he said Berkey just whipped his head around the one day like like with like couldn't figure out how the heck he found out uh, about the nickname Dale, but. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, 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 it's always like fun to think about like the, the funny things with Andre. Um, no, like it's, it's been fun watching him in the postseason now. And then I think I always think back to the game seven against Tampa in 2018, where he scored the two goals, had a great game. And, but he's, yeah, he's, I mean, you know, he's just, he's just a fun guy to be around. <laughs> he really is. He made, he, we went, me and Osha, when Wino asked me and Osha about it, we both just had big shit eating grins because that's just, <laughs> That's just the way yeah, he, he is. He's a tough one to describe. You just got to kind of experience it for yourself, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I'm, we're, we're asking about this because I'm in Denver right now. We're recording this while I'm in Denver for the Stanley Cup final. Uh, when we come back on All's Caps, Brooks Orpik will be the latest victim of Carl's stupid questions.
With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Guys, are you looking for that extra confidence when it's time to have fun? Let me tell you about BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Bluetooth tablets help men combat all forms of ED. Bluetooth is also an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at Bluetooth.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part, all done online. Blue Chew's tablets, made in the United States, and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code CAPS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code CAPS, C-A-P-S, to receive your first month free. Welcome back to All's Caps with former Capitals defenseman Carl Alzer and Brooks Orprick. I'm AP Hockey writer Steve Wino. And now for, for Brooks to see if he can top Lenny Oshie and TJ Oshie's leading score on Carl's stupid questions. Yes, you get some some big and little shoes to fill here, but I'm, I'm yeah, sure you'll do. Following that. Yeah, it's tough. As soon as you brought Lenny in, we knew it was game over. <laughs> she, she had some really good answers, too. She threw out pirate booty as her favorite snack, which, you know, I'm sure you eat a lot of pirate booty, hey? I don't know if Osh needs any help either. Osh is like that annoying guy that's just good at everything too and wins everything. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good point. Very good point. Um, all right, well, let's get going here. Um, um, okay, so of of the meals of the day, which one's your favorite, and what is that meal? What's the favorite meal that that it is? Oh. If it's steak or whatever you're eating these days, I oh, I'd, I'd say the favorite is breakfast now, and it has nothing to do with the food. It's just because I get up. It's the only hour i have that's quiet in the house um it's usually like a bowl of oatmeal or something um but it's really just because it's like you get up and the kids are still sleeping for another hour so it's like the most peaceful time in the house so that's the that's the short answer i guess you know what though it's like anyone 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 who's a parent with young kids realizes just how sacred that moment is in the morning when it's still quiet oh man i know my little one reverted back to getting up at like 5 30 for a little window and i was uh it was not going over well so but she's back to sleeping in which is good oh that's unbelievable um okay so i want you to think back to when you were on the bird all these all those years would you say you are overall up money or down money 
And who do you think is down the most of all the players you've played with? That's actually a great question. Great um, question. I think I think I'm up money. Um, boy, oh boy, who's down the most? That, that's a that's a tough one. And, and we, I never really want to play like a ton of money because I'm like I don't want to fracture any relationships here. If anyone walks away completely sour, um, so it's more <laughs> just to pass time and have fun. But man, I gotta say, uh, I mean, it was only one year, but man. Michael Latta got cleaned out pretty good that one year. So I'll go with Latt. <laughs> We've had a back-to-back Michael Latta stories on this podcast. Yeah, Andrew, it's true. Andrew. The fire yeah, hydrant. Oh, another you, fun guy. Art Party boy. Party boy, yeah. I, I was telling them about the fact that, that Latts and Whip would just beat up on Berkey and wrestle him all the time and making oh, him tap. Yeah. <laughs> they they should have made a TV show out of those three guys living together. Even if yeah, it was just like hidden cameras like Big Brother or something. No kidding. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, all right, I'm not. I'm not too sure exactly how much you're training these days, but is there an exercise that you're happy that you don't have to do anymore, or if you're still doing them all, what's your what's just your least favorite exercise to do? Mine's a pull up. I freaking hate pull ups. And I still do pull ups. Um, any sort of like squatting. I'm kind of just gone away from that. I actually did a, a pretty good hike this morning. Um, I'm out in Wyoming, um, so I actually go hiking with Bobby Holik a lot. Um, he's like, nice. I think he's like at least ten years older than me, and he's like, he's tough to keep up with. Like, he's a really? big guy. But yeah, so I kind of like I, I like doing stuff like that instead of just doing like lower body like lifting. You know, it's just funny how you how your priorities change, and you're like, I probably don't have to do that, and and I probably hurt myself if I was still doing some of that stuff I was doing as a player. So, but I. I took a little time off, then my body started feeling good, and now I'm kind of getting back into the crazy training and diet. So, yeah, um, I, I probably will hurt myself somewhat soon. <laughs> it's inevitable. It's funny though. That's yeah. like I I I went for a uh, trail trail run the other day, and I I I don't know what you did. You know how you have your, your bursa sacks in your elbows and knees and stuff. Oh yeah. I, I did something there, but man, was I hobbling around after that. But that's usually oh. what I do. Same thing. Like I'd rather hike and and do that kind of stuff versus really pounding away. But your body finds a way to screw you over in the end sometimes when you've beat it up for 20 years or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> and the bounce back ability is, is not quite the same as it used to be. Yeah. No so. kidding. <laughs> All right. Um, on to the next one is everybody knows that you like to throw the weight around a couple, couple big hits, but can you think of somebody who hit you really hard or who you thought was you ran into them and were like, Holy smokes. Like this, this is a, this is a big boy. Yeah. That, that's an easy one for me. Um, this was either my first or second year in Pittsburgh. We were playing in Vancouver and I mean, I remember the whole play, like I was coming up the left side out of our zone and I thought I had like a pretty clear lane. Um, and Todd Bertuzzi, I mean, I, I looked and saw him. He was like in the middle of the ice. And then all of a sudden before I knew it, he, he kind of backskated and hit me with his backside right in front of the bench. And I, I've never been hit harder. Um, his whole backside hit me right in the, in the stomach. And I had a mouth guard, pretty good, pretty like good mouth guard in, which obviously is like, you know, it's custom sits in there tight. And my mouth guard was at the far blue line after he hit me. Those lines <laughs> went and grabbed it. Like that was the impact of the hit. And it was, um, I mean, if I was anywhere else on the ice, I would not have been able to get up. I was so close to the bench, I could like crawl in the door. 
Um, and it was one of those ones where, like, it didn't do any, like, long-term damage. Uh, I, 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 I was probably out there next shift, but for a good 30, 40 seconds, it literally felt like you were about to die. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he, and then I actually met him, I think, a little bit later, and I was like, it all made sense. I mean, like, talk about a large human being. It's, uh, you see guys like that, and then it's like, you marvel at how they could get around the ice, but yeah, pro- probably, probably Bertuzzi. And there was nothing to let up to it either. I was like, man, he, he got me. I, like, I don't know why, but <laughs> yeah, must have been in a mood that day. I don't know. They, they had a song about him the one year in the playoffs. They would say, and I don't know if it's the truth or not, you know, 244, he's 244 and they called, and they called him the Watuzzi, I think is how the song went. There's uh, a stupid song, but I thought to myself, I'm like 244 pounds, like, that's a lot of weight to lug around the ice. So I yeah. can imagine you get Good that. Too, yeah. so. That's crazy. Um, okay. got two more for you. I'm not sure. You just said you were getting back into working out and uh, dieting and stuff, but do you have a guilty pleasure right now? What do you like to get after when you do? I guess red wine. I mean, I'm not like a big dessert guy. Um, I mean, I like dessert. I just know if I, if I start eating, I can't stop. So, <laughs> I actually have some self-discipline there, but uh, yeah, red wine is is probably guilty pleasure. Yeah, it's funny. I remember you told me that that you were you were that guy. If if you get going on dessert, you couldn't stop. And I'm also yeah. that guy, except I keep getting going on it. That's I don't have that discipline when it comes to dessert, man. I don't know how you do it. Well, that's why I tell Aaron. I'm like, Aaron, don't even bring the stuff in the house because if I open the fridge and it's there, it's going to be gone. So like, just don't get it near me. You know. So, yeah. What, what's your uh, What's your wine of choice? Wine of choice. Um, I like cabs. Like I'm probably a little biased. I like California cabs. Um, same, same. My in laws just went to France, and they uh, it was actually I guess it was um, they told me it's my graduation gift, so they sent me some some French wine. Yes. Which um, I think is at our house in Mass, um, sitting there. So, but like I say, California. But like I'll I'll be honest, I've never really ventured out much. Like I've kind of just yeah. stayed with California. Like kind of one of those, you know, like. If it's not broken, then don't fix it. Um, but maybe it's time to kind of venture out and try some other stuff, Italian wine or um, call, Spanish call, wine or something. Call Joe B. Joe B's, Joe B's the wine guy. Joe B's the wine guy. Yeah, Joe B's the wine guy. And Locker's the uh, the beer guy, right? <laughs> Along those lines. Own, uh, I think he's – is that him or Alan May? One of those guys got their own their own. Oh, Alan May's Alan's beer, got the beer. Yeah. yeah. Alan, yeah. So um, maybe Locker just drinks it. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah i remember you i remember we had a restaurant it's, it's funny some things stick in your brain but remember i think you recommended two wines nickel nickel and plump jack were the two that and i it's yeah. just weird that those two always have stayed in my head whenever i see them on a menu and i don't remember if we tried them or not but it's just one of those weird things that for some reason i'm just saying like i'm just saying it's funny and you always kind of like like different labels and you always have like some weird connection to like a certain guy or a certain kind of like dinner or event you were at you know yeah. so um kind of fun like the time Jack Hillen ordered a ten thousand dollar bottle of uh, Screaming Eagle just to just to make the bill yeah. a little bit higher. <laughs> At the end of the night, when you couldn't even really taste the difference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a joke. Better order that one first, right? Yeah. So. Of all guys, Hillen too, is so quiet. Okay, uh, last one for you. Make you think a little bit here. Um, do you have? A, can you think of a hockey or sports term or any sort of word or phrase that you think is overused? So I'll give you an example, like uh, like people call seem to call everybody a goat now, or everybody's a legend, yeah. or obviously, or like I said, you know things like that. Like I say, like I said all yeah. the time. But is there uh, one that comes to mind? Something that you hate or you think is overused? 
man, I'm trying to think. Because, uh, yeah, goat, goat is definitely, I mean, that's getting kind of tired, right? Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of one. Because there's only great. It, it it is literally greatest of all time. How could there be? There could only be one. Yes. One. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's just thrown around so loosely, you know. Um, you know the word that's not a word is winningest. People say winningest all the time. It's not a freaking word. It's not even a word. It's not a winningest word. coach. Yeah, it's like it's 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 a made up <laughs> word. It's not even actual word. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I can't even like I like I know what I want to say. It's um. You know, like in games, like well, like like media, like they'll ask you questions, and guys are just like, you know, it's just the way it was. Or, or uh, man, yeah. I'm trying to think that like, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Like that drives me crazy. Like, I, like, <laughs> like, kill me if I ever if you ever hear me say that because that is just like. I mean, you, you might as well just say you don't want to answer the question. You know, like, like just yeah. put a little thought into it. But I mean, that that one, yeah, that one. Uh, that one to me just tells me people are just trying to avoid conversation or avoid a certain question. Yeah, no, totally. I, you hear it a lot too, and it always makes me laugh. But I will say that speaking of the word winningest, as uh, I am the winningest player ever at the game Ticket to Ride that I just found out last night. If you guys haven't played this board game, you got to get this one because it is dynamite and it's like the only game that I ever win. So highly recommend getting a Ticket to Ride board yeah. game in your household right now. Because it's good stuff. All right. It is what it is. I am going to give you your quick tally here. Add these up. Uh, your oatmeal, coffee in the morning. I like that. Down the most. lot up. Reduce red wine. Pretty solid answers, Batya. I'm going to give you a score here of 201 points, which brings you into a that's a tie with Andrew Gillis. So top and 10, right? Top, top five, maybe. That's top five. Yeah. That's uh, that's even podium. You're bronze medal right now, dude. Happy for you, I think. This is the sixth episode, Alzi? This is the um, fifth. We, we, we... <laughs> <laughs> top five on the sixth episode. Oh, look at this, man. Look at, look at all these episodes. You're, and you're, oh, top, nice. you're top right there. So you should, nice. you should feel very proud. We 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 know we we've done a lot. We've asked a lot of stupid questions on on this show. Some of them are just stupid on my behalf, but some of them actual Carl stupid questions. No, no, I, I got off pretty easy then. I got off pretty yeah. easy. Yeah, did great. Uh, Brooks Orbick, th- thank you very much for joining us on on All's Caps, and and good luck with the rest of your your summer, your your off season, and and the BC stuff and the cap stuff. Yeah, awesome. You guys too. Thanks for having me. Everybody. Everybody, thanks for listening. Carl will be in, on vacation for a period of time, but uh, we will talk to you next week on All Caps. <laughs>